0: Welcome to Conservative Patriot Nation, new members and returning members. Tonight we have another fantastic show with a fantastic guest. It's a pretty sad story, tough story, but it definitely needs to be heard. And tonight we will definitely keep Tammy Noble's daughter's name alive. And if there's any other podcasters out there um, that would love to have Tammy on to have her reach even further to keep her daughter's name alive and expose the problem that we have coming from over this border um, will be highly appreciated. I'd like to recognize several of our sponsors. I'd like to recognize Mike Lindell and MyPillow. If you go to mypillow.com and use promo code CPNN, you'll get up to 66% off your purchase. And last but not least, I'd like to recognize the late great Dr. Zelenko, a man that saved many lives during the pandemic, and he did not stop, even though that they try to make life harder on him helping people. Um, as we know, he has passed, and if you go to zstacklife.com and use promo code CPN, you'll get five percent off your purchase. He has left us a lot of great products. Um, that will definitely boost your immune system, and he has products on there for kids as well. And with further ado, I'd like to introduce Tammy Nobles. Tammy, thank you for joining us tonight.
1: Thank
2: you for having me.
0: Most definitely, most definitely. Um, here on the group, you know, we find it important to, to, to stream a lot of these uh, hearings that Congress is having. Um, there's so much information coming out of it. and you know there's there's a lot of americans that are living their daily lives and they're not really paying attention on what's going on you know they know stuff is happening they hear it but they're just living their life and um we, we definitely on here we we want to know what's going on here and um we actually saw the hearing that you were on there and uh it was a really sad moment um uh, many of us had tears in our eyes and I'm like, oh my God, I have to, I have to bring her on here. You know, God just put it in my heart, and <laughs> before you know it, I mean, the connection was there, and it's, it's definitely God. And I definitely would love for you to share your story, your daughter's story. Um, I'm going to give you the floor. I don't want to interrupt you with any questions. I'll leave that for any of the members that are on here. And uh, Tammy, thank you for joining us, and the floor is yours.
3: Thank you for having me. Um, Caleb Marie was born on July 24, 2002. Um, she is she was a very loving and happy child. Um, she was diagnosed with autism and ADHD at the age of five. She wanted to be independent. Um, She never um, gave in to peer pressure. She was always her own person, and she taught people that it was okay to be yourself, and she just loved to laugh and have fun. Um, One of her, like the song that came across to me when we had her memorial was girls just want to have fun. And that just sums up Kayla. Um, she was never into drugs. She did try like weed and she did try a drink, but she did not like how it made her feel. Um, so she was not into drugs or alcohol. Um, she, um, with autism, it brings different things, you know, um, into the picture because they have a harder time going through school. They have a harder time looking for a job. Um, she did try several jobs. Um, she tried McDonald's. Um, the customers weren't very nice to her, and they would make her cry. Um, so, and she wanted to be independent. And, um, she finally moved up to Maryland and at the end of 2021 with her boyfriend, um, and they were working and just living their lives. Um, she found a job at Sephora warehouse and that was the best job for her because she would work in a warehouse and she, would um, She found a friend named Steve, um, and she was always playing jokes on him and hiding his basket and, you know, just playing jokes and just having a good time, and she was a big JoJo Swia fan. On, um, she was really excited to turn 20. She um, was counting it down. She was like, Mommy, I'm going to be 20 um, in 19 days, 18. Um, she had a JoJo Sweetie cake for her birthday. Um, I talked to her on her birthday on July 24th, and um, she didn't have, like, the way Kayla worked was she was still learning how to do things independently. Um, she wanted to get a car, but she knew she had to get, have a license to get a car. And she t- um, messaged me on um, the day after her birthday say, hey, mom, do you have an extra license plate? And I'm like, hey, well, I don't, you, you, that's not how it works. Like, you need to get your license, you know? Um, so on. July twenty seventh, um, her boyfriend um, sent me a voice message saying that um, that somebody came in the room and killed Gayla. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, stop talking to me. Like, stop calling me. Have the police call. I want to. I want to hear it from the the detectives. And, um, they did tell me that, um, that they found Kayla in her room. Um, they asked if she was suicidal and I was like, no, like, she's never like, was like that. And they're like, well, we're, but then they knew it was a homicide. So, um we didn't know very many details. I mean, Kayla, she loved church. Um, We didn't know very many details of what happened. Um, And then the, um, I tried to get some of her stuff from the trailer that she was living in, but the owner of the trailer threw all her stuff away But the neighbor was able to get some stuff and when we went up there to maryland we found out that we found her bike on the porch with her face mask still in it Um, we took her bike um, and we were able to get a few things she still had her bible and lots of pictures that she took with her friends and i still have a couple of her um work badges Because she was also was working at Reese Grocery Store. Um, When we, when um, when there was arrest made, the detectives told us that we have arrested somebody, and we're like who? And all they told us that it was an illegal immigrant who was seventeen. That is all we knew. and then, of course, after they arrested him, about a week later, they said he was MS-13. And the story just gets, you know, gets worse. Um, so we found out that we went and read the report that detectives told us what happened to Kayla. Um, she... Um, this murderer wasn't even living there in the trailer no longer than five days and how he got there. Okay. So, and before I talk about what happened to Kayla, I'll start at the beginning. Um, This murderer was arrested, was apprehended at the border at the end of March of 2022. They, we now know that he was not vetted and he was not checked for anything, um, he was allowed to go live with his aunt, but then the file is unclear if it was his aunt. It could have. They talked about his cousin. They talked about a male. Um, he's. He said that he was going to stay in Texas. That was where he wanted to go, and he said he feared for his life for gang activity, and that. Um, you know, and they called him a nice boy, and he ended up going with an aunt or cousin to Frederick, Maryland. She, um, he or she had problems with him, which she was, you know, she was also, this person was also illegal. So So the U.S. Health and Human Services put him in with another illegal immigrant, and um. And there was problems with him being there, and he left there. And he was allowed to go wherever he wanted. Um, and then he ended up with his half-brother, who lived in the same trailer park, as Kayla and her boyfriend. Um, he tried to get the murderer a job and for him to do the right thing. And he had problems. The half brother had problems with them. So there was an illegal immigrant in at the trailer park who owned trailers and was subletting the trailer rooms. Was subletting the rooms out to anybody. And he, the half brother, called and said, "Hey, do you have any rooms for rent?" Um, and she said yes, and moved him in to the extra bedroom that Kayla was staying at in the same trailer. He wasn't living there no more than five days. Um, That morning, um, Kayla got off of um, night shift from the grocery store because she was stalking. She, uh, her boyfriend left in the morning about 8, 9 a.m. Um... She she was in her bed sleeping, and she always kept the door locked. Um, her and her boyfriend had an agreement that if she left the room to have him on the phone with her because she had autism and, you know, she was not, you know, she didn't, like, talk to a lot of people. And, of course, the lock is, like, one of those locks where you can open a knife with. I mean, it's in the trailer. Like, it's not going to be... Um, the detective saw a video, video they have like um, um, camera footage, you know, from the ring doorbell of him pacing around outside about 10 in the morning, 11 in the morning. Um, and then you can see him go in and then he comes out, right out. So they knew about her time of death. He goes in her room and startles her. uh, Busses in her room. She grabs her phone to call her boyfriend, and of course he leaves uh, that that day. He leaves his phone in the truck, uh, which it would have mattered who she would have called. But he he grabs her um, iPod charging cord and wraps and tries to get it around her neck. He misses her neck and wraps it around her face. And then he wraps it around again. And the, the voicemail is picking up a struggle. Um, he, um, he strangles her. Um, and then after he strangles her, um, he rapes her from behind because she was on her cycle. they um, And then he, and he dumps on her purse and steals $6 from her, because um, that's all she had, because she would use that for the snap machines at work to get something to eat. And he just leaves her on the floor like trash. And he goes to lunch with his half-brother, Um and goes to Target and buys earrings or something. Um, and they didn't, the police didn't have enough evidence to hold him. So they had, since he was 17, but he was 16, almost 17 when he commit when he, he did the crime, when he murdered Kayla. And um, And that's like the worst news ever to get about your child. You know, and um, so the hat. So um, child protective services takes custody of him and puts him in. In a, a, um, they told the detectives that he was going to be in a secure location. He ended up being in an insecure location in a children's home with other children free to go wherever he wants and knowing that he was a main suspect in a premeditated first degree murder trial um, murder case. Um, the detectives went to collect some DNA and this is the thing that makes it, you know, they can act like they're kids. He, you would have never like detectives went to go collect DNA from him, and here he is riding around on his scooter with a lollipop in his mouth, acting like a normal kid when he committed such a violent act. They play you. Um, We found, and then after, when when the DNA finally came back, um, they went to go back to the children's home to arrest him, and the children's home was like, oh, he's not here. And the detective was like, well, what do you mean he's not here? Who's, who picked him up? Who signed him out? Nobody signed him out. And they, the only way that they found out where he was that he called the uh, the, Sp- the Spanish-speaking detective called the half brother and said, hey, you know, we only work at night now and we have some items we want to return to, you know, him and do you know where he is? They ended up putting him in a foster home and um, he, um, so they called her murderer and and um, asked him and told him that they had property to return, he hands the phone to his foster mom, and she gives them the address, which I'm really thankful for, and they went and arrested him on Sunday night. And um, when they told him that he was um, arrested for the murder of Kayla Hamilton, he laughed and smirked. Um, And that's all we knew. And then when Jim Jordan did his investigation, we found out that he was arrested in El Salvador in 2020 for gang activity, and he had tattoos. He had MS-13 tattoos. So the U.S. um, Health and Human Services tried to cover it up. By adding it in the file after the detectives found out, and just like with then Congress, they were like, um, you know that they did fail Kayla um they did not check, they did not vet him, and he was allowed to go wherever he you know whatever he wanted, and I just feel like. Um, my journey is to bring awareness because we did not think that this would have, I, in a million years, I would have never thought that this would be my journey and that I would lose my daughter at such a young age. And, um, and just to think about what, how scared she was and what she went through that day. I don't, try to go down that road too much because I've already, you know, been down there like wondering, you know, how scared she was for her life and knowing that she'll never see her mom or her sister again or her brother and a lot of things she won't be able to do because this murderer, this person, you know, murderer sat there and took her life and had no regard for her at all and that's and I want to bring awareness because I would not want this to happen to any other parent out there and it's not about being Republican or Democrat it's a safety issue we need to know who's coming here and a lot of people I mean it's a lot of people don't some people don't want to believe it, that there are, you know, that, 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 um, that this is happening, but it can, and it can happen. And it's a true, I mean, it's a true story. I wish it wasn't, because I would still have my daughter, but I just feel like God has put um, me on this path to bring awareness and to put other people in, in my life. Like I met, you know, you guys, and I feel like God's put Jim Jordan on this and, you know, I just, I mean, it's a big issue.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I I definitely know your pain. My nephew, uh, we lost him when he just started high school and, uh, Oh, yeah. um, He was in a tragic accident. Um, Totally could have been avoided, but, you know, whenever God wants his angels, us down here, we suffer and we're wondering why, and we have so many questions in our head. And at some point we have to kind of give it to God because (laughs) you start thinking and you're like, well, what if I would have did this? And it's like, there's no yeah, way that
3: I thought of yeah, I definitely thought about that. Like but what would I have gone up gone up to Maryland and be like, come on, Kayla, come with me, you know? Like you you wouldn't have known that she was in danger. Like that's the thing. He wasn't even living there no more than five days, and they didn't even know that they were in danger. Like you're not just gonna go up there and pick somebody up and um and I was allowing her to be independent. Um, there were some comments saying, oh, you let, she let her, you know, 19-year-old daughter go live with her boyfriend. Like, what else I to do? Keep her locked up in the basement? Like, I don't understand. I don't. You raise your kids to be independent. That's what, that's what parents do.
0: Yeah, you're, you're going to have evil uh, trolls out there. I mean, we have trolls that, that come on here all the time and, We don't lose no sleep because they're letting us know that there's still evil that exists and there's some good coming out of it. You know, God is putting you on a mission to save other Kayla's in the world, you know? And hopefully, you know, we we can get some law in place named after your daughter to vet these young people, no matter what, vet whoever comes over that border. You know, because if there was better border security, this situation wouldn't even occur. So,
3: yeah. And we know that they're not checking because he had the tattoos and he had a criminal record in his country, but they're not checking their country. They are checking just here. Of course, they don't have a record here. They haven't been here. And, um... Yeah, they're not checking. And with the, UAC, with, the program, with the UAC program, they're only in contact with them for 30 days, and then they just follow up with a phone call, and sometimes they only follow up at all, and they're allowed to go wherever they want. We just have to be careful on who we're letting in. Um, we have to know who we're letting in, if they are. And he was a known gang member, and they let him in.
0: absolutely <clears throat> you know there's countless times where uh trump has said you know the, they they're not they're not just letting the good citizens of those countries come in here they're they're releasing their prisoners and they're they're getting their bad apples the hell out of their countries and it, it definitely yeah. seems like that to to be honest
3: oh yeah i mean and and another thing is like the families and the ones that are coming over to make a better life for themselves, they're trying to get away from those people. But then you're allowing them back in. You're letting them in the country where they're trying, you know, to get away from them. Right. I mean, what? our country know better than their country then. If you're just letting the same people in that they're trying to get away from.
0: Exactly, you know our government took an oath to protect us from foreign and domestic and uh right now they're just they're not there's a lot that's not taking their oath serious and uh there shouldn't be stories like this that occur Oh, uh, no. question i do have for you when you were in front of congress did you get any positive results as you know they're they're gonna do something to, to try to fix this problem or um,
3: I, uh, I hope so. I mean, um, what Andrea from Jim Jordan's office, her, his chief of staff, said. Um, that this is just a foundation work. Um, it's going to take probably a couple years. Um, and I told her that I will be, you know, stay in touch, and I will keep sharing her story and. Um, one of the um, Democrats was saying that they want to come up with a solution also. So hopefully they could come up with some kind of solution on sending more like funds and resources down there so they are vetted. But then we also have the issue of of um, American citizens who are smuggling them in. So how is that even going to be tracked? If if we're helping smuggle them in,
0: right? No, that, uh... that's a big
3: issue. I mean, it's it's so big and it's so late. I mean, I can only do what I can do, and you know, I can't fix it. If, course i mean i hope something has passed you know some side we just want like some small change you know to make it you know worth going through all this because i'm not gonna let kayla go down like that like she deserves you know her story to be told and to bring something out of it
0: if there's anything that you can think that we the people could help you and and for any of the viewers that are going to be viewing this this show here and all the members that are on what could we do to help the cause i mean could do we flood jim jordan's office with letters um and that democrat uh person from congress on on let's get it, the ball rolling or what um, do you think that we could do to help the cause
3: Um, I'm not sure. Um, I know we need, I mean, I've never, um, what's funny is I never even heard from anyone in Maryland. They never said anything about it. Um, I'm not, you know, I believe you know. Send um, talking about it and bringing more awareness to it helps. Um, it's Jim. It seems Jim Jordan. They, you know, he wants changes too. Um, so, um, I mean, we just need to. Probably, yeah, send, um, let our, let your lo- local congressman know that you want, that we're all, you know, want changes to, you know, the border.
0: Thank you for that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to send some letters to my Congress because, um.
3: Yeah, I mean, it just needs to be talked about more, and actually, um. I'm in Norfolk, Virginia, and there's a church that we're actually going to go to the meeting next week. There, there's a church that is looking to house some of these migrant children. And my heart, like, from 5 to 17. And it just makes me sick to my stomach just thinking, like, how do you know that these are innocent children?
0: Right. Because
3: wow. U.S. Health and Human Services are going to be bringing them in. But we know that they're not reliable. They're not checking. And it just makes me so sick to my stomach just thinking about it. Like, it's it's scary. To, these are, young I mean, they can act like kids. But the detective told me that her murderer was not book smart. But he had the street smarts of a 40-year-old that you know that they're not dumb they got the street smarts oh that's pretty scary it is and kayla you know she struggled in school and she was already at a disadvantage from for having autism and she was just no match like um he you know he went in there and got her when she was sleeping But there was a struggle and stuff, so, you know, and then he was just, just went to lunch, like, after you knew what you did.
0: Was there anybody else in the, in the, in the house, or was it just him and He waited,
3: yeah, he waited. See, what happened was, there was, there was a mom and dad and a young child living there. The, both the parents went to work and the mom took, you know there was nobody in the house. He waited till everybody left. and I believe he left the house. and then he came back after everybody left, is what I'm thinking. What happened? Because he was right in a room and she always that's why she always kept her door locked. You know She didn't want anybody in there. So he waited till everybody left. And he picked that day to do it, like, three days after her 20th birthday.
0: Wow. Wow.
3: And there was no reason. There was no reason. There was no reason. It was, I mean, that's just what their, their motto is, is, you know, kill, rape, and control. And took $6 from her in her phone. They can't even find her phone. They don't even know where her phone is. And he just left her
0: on the floor like trash. While while we were watching uh, that hearing in Congress when uh, you were up speaking, I'm trying to remember now. Wasn't there something with... If the person is considered a child or a young person, they just bring them in without vetting them or whatnot? Was that the case? I remember hearing something like that. They just... Oh
3: well all they have to do is just say that they're in fear of their life. He wasn't in fear of his life. Like you cannot be in fear of gain activity when you were arrested for gain activity and you committed such a violent crime against some innocent young girl. Like that's all you have to do is just say that you're in fear of your life and then they'll just they don't even check you. They just let you in.
0: Yeah, we definitely have to start pu- pushing our Congress people to start vetting these people. Um,
2: yeah, because it's I get mean, worse.
0: Yeah,
3: and Kayla isn't the only one, but no other families are even talking about it. And I feel like you know I'm gonna you know talk for those that don't want to you know. I'm not going to sweep it under the rug and I'm not going to just be like, Oh, uh, you know, just go on with my life. No, I want to make this known. I want some changes. And the only reason, the only way you're going to make any changes is if, is if you make people aware of it and you talk about it to everyone you can because things can't get solved if you don't talk about it.
4: And I didn't think it
3: was an issue. I mean, gosh, I did not think it was a new sh- as bad as it was. Like this was not what I, I was unaware of. And th- I mean, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people can be like that. They're unaware of the issue, and that's where I come in to try to, you know, bring awareness and that it can happen. I mean, Kayla was just a normal young girl working and had dreams and everything. And, um, and we did not know that nobody knew.
0: Well, this platform is definitely, uh, definitely open for you. Um, like I told you before, anything that you need shared, uh, I added you as an admin. So, um, share whatever you need to share whatever's on your mind i mean post it on our wall because just like you said if we're not talking about it, there's no awareness and the way that the world has so many distractions right now people aren't paying attention to what's important because if they if the masses purge your story they would start thinking wait a minute i have a daughter or i have a son i mean
3: Yeah, I mean, it could be anybody. Um, A lot of the news stations have not done her story because of the political... um, I guess you can't get away from the political thing, but still, I mean, it's, it's something that could happen to anyone living here, anyone. It's just not you know, for the, you know, for just one side. It's for everyone that's living here. Um, we, so for, we do have a court date scheduled for the end of October. It will run from October 27th to November 17th um, because he needs a stupid, interpreter because he can't speak English, so everything has to be interpreted for him. Um, We can't have life without parole because he's a juvenile. They're treating him as a juvenile, so we can't get life without parole. But he can serve consecutive sentences back-to-back. So, um, yeah, so that will run for two or three weeks.
0: And that will well, be t- in, um, in Bel Air, Maryland. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, don't be discouraged about the media not picking up your story and your, your daughter's story. We are the news now, the alter- alternative media, um, the citizen journalists, and God has allowed me to to meet a lot of beautiful people and all the people that i know that are doing podcasts and shows i'm definitely gonna pass on your information so your story is heard by their following and you know that that's how we do it as a community environment is sharing these stories and information and and allowing it to be heard so i'm definitely going to be passing on your information to many people that god has allowed me to connect with don't be discouraged about the media the media has failed everyone all of humanity in in many different countries as well so depending on them is is just um it's a lost cause at this point which god is allowing us to realize that you know the people we thought that was to inform us is not informing the people you know they're all about their own personal gain and um trust yeah. me they are not the ones they're not the ones to uh let out stories anymore because they're they're just trash and they're, and they're garbage and hopefully that one day that uh, they get right with god and start doing the right thing but i will definitely be passing on your information great thank you
3: yeah, I mean, I when I've done Fox News and um, I I stuck to my story and didn't let them put words in my mouth that I didn't say. So, um, and also we started her GoFundMe, um, the Justice, um, for Kayla. Um, that's going to be used for um, trips to DC. Um, I'm actually going down to Florida in a couple weeks to help with their UAC program. Um, and it's going to be used for the court when we're going to stay there for two to three weeks. We're going to have to get a B. So all the funds will be used for us to keep us, keep, you know, me for, you know, for um to keep spreading her story and and meeting and talking about it with whoever will listen.
0: I just uh shared her GoFundMe on the bottom of the wall, and I pinned it to this page as well. Is there Great. anything Thank else? You, You're welcome. Is there anything else you would like to share before we go into Q&A?
3: Um, no.
0: All right, we have Guru up, Guru, Guru, you are up, boss.
4: Mm. Guys, I just walked out to have a look at a military jet flying over the top of the boat again. <laughs> oh <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just watching this lady's story. Um, hello, whoever you are, Tammy. I've never met you. I'm Guru from Australia. Um, but yeah, certainly, like I, I haven't even picked up on what's happened to your daughters. Sorry, but um, because I've come in a little bit late, but um, whatever it is, and if Mike's um behind it, we'd love to let get your story out in Australia too, if that, if you would like that, we would love to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I, I, missed out on what happened, Mike. If you want to give me a quick rundown, I don't know, we can do that later. Mike, keep the show going.
0: Oh no, T- Tammy can uh give you a quick uh rundown.
3: Yeah, I can. Um, my twenty-year-old um, daughter Kayla was murdered by an MS-13 gang member who was seventeen. Um, he was not vetted at the border. He was not checked for his tattoos. He did have a criminal record in El Salvador in 2020, but he came. He was allowed to come into um, into the United States in 2022 to go live with his aunt, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services did not keep track of him. They just let him go wherever he wanted, and there was an illegal immigrant who was subletting trailers, and she ran it to whoever she wanted, whoever had money, and he ended up living in the same trailer as my daughter. And um, he strangled her, and he raped her, and assault, and robbed her, and just left her on the floor. Like, you know, left her on the floor, and went to lunch with his half brother. And um, and um, social services got um, had custody of him, and they put him in an insecure children's home with other children, and they ended up putting him in the foster home. And I just spoke with Congress on May 23rd to try to make changes at the border um, to, uh, to at least vet who's coming over here. Um, I even brought up the fact that we can't go to other countries without all our documentation. You know, why can't we do the same, you know, vet people who coming over
4: here? Well, my first remark is I'm, um, yeah, very, very sorry for the loss of your daughter. And that's just, uh, yeah, we've lost a daughter ourselves, okay, different circumstances. But, yeah, I, um, mate, that, that is just absolutely horrific. Look, this is what's going on, guys. This is uh, what the club wanted to do to us, isn't it? And this is why we fight so hard. But, yeah, look, I'd love to do something with you in Australia. Uh, Mike and Kelly on that here have my details. Uh, Tammy, our... You know, the funny thing is it's our time our time slots. But You know, an afternoon and do a 7 a.m. show here or something, I would be, um,
1: okay.
4: would be happy to get you on. And, um, yeah, because this is just what it's about. It's about education and what is going on, you know. And this just yeah. gives us another look at the border because we're told different things about this border, you know what I mean, where, you know, we've been told there's gaps in the wall so we can track people coming through. We've been told this, we've been told that. And, you know, this is just a blatant one where someone's walked straight through, done whatever they wanted to do. Was he through the border or did he, did he get, um, he, yeah, he came in illegal, obviously.
3: What happened was, um, his, there are, uh, American citizens who are smuggling them in. At yeah. first he was smuggled. His family paid $4,000 to smuggle him in. He yeah. ended up getting apprehended at the border and, um, Rio Grande City, Texas, um, and they just allowed him to go live with his aunt or cousin or whoever. I mean, they don't even know. I, we thought it was an aunt, but according to the file, they don't know if it's male or female, cousin, aunt, whoever. You know, they yeah. don't even know who they released him to, and they just let him go freely wherever he wanted.
4: Well, wow, that's incredible. But you know, like we're hearing about these stories all the time, but yeah, it's um I'm just uh, sad that you you know, your daughter had to be a victim in this war. It's um enough people have died. Thank you. And, yeah. We need to um <laughs> we need to push this thing along, us patriots, you know what I mean, because it's getting to a point where and look we all know that, you know, we are at the end of a tether, that we know that, you know what I mean? I'm hopeful that um you know, we tip this thing over here in Australia as well as you guys over there. But um yeah it's just going to be horrible times for a little while guys, because we're right in the height of it. You know what I mean? And this, this lady here, Tammy is a perfect example of, yeah, the, the ramifications of, of the cabal in our lives. You know, your daughter would yeah. never have been put in this position if, you know, we had a, a hold on things or, well, we've yeah. got money, you know what I mean? But at the moment we're still fighting this evil devil, aren't we? You know, and we're going to be doing it for a little guy folks. I'm afraid uh, it's, um, It's not going to be over in a short time. I don't think it's going to be a long time as to what we've been fighting already, but it certainly won't be a short one. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, people are told that the border, you know, the border that they're doing this and they're, no, they're not. They're not vetting anybody. We know that. Because if they would have taken just one phone call to see if he had a record in his country, they would have known. Even if they would have just looked at his body, he had tattoos of MS-13 on him like yeah people just aren't being told the truth and that's what i'm hoping to do is spread awareness and stuff
0: absolutely
4: yeah thanks mike i'll drop out thank you
0: no you're welcome guru and i'll I'll definitely connect you guys and uh guru has a, a reach of members and most definitely thank you for that guru
4: My pleasure, Mike. You know that, mate, we're in this thing. Everyone's in it together, man, worldwide in lockstep, you know. So, and this is the best thing we can do, you know. We want to hear in Australia about your, You're just like you guys want to hear about our our curtails over here, you know what I mean, fighting this thing and what we're going to have to go through. And, yeah, to get it out. And as Mike said before, you know, there is no media anymore, okay. It's just a propaganda unit. It's been like that for a long, long time now. We are the media. You know, and the only way to get these stories out is by getting them on these channels, hitting the share button and getting them around. But, you know, the viewership that we're all reaching now is absolutely amazing, mate. You know, we are really getting out to people, you know. Over here in Australia, you know, just mainstream media has just lost all credibility and absolutely everything. You know, we are watching our channels just grow immensely through this last... um Month or so of all this um military activity in all these countries and everything happening, you know what I mean. This is um, and it's God's timing again. You know, again, you know, we we come to this place where we were all thinking, oh no, no one's waking up, no one's doing this, no one's doing that. Well, here in Australia, we're actually at the 59th minute. You know what I mean of the of the of the uh, 23rd hour of the day. You know what I mean. God pulls through again, and things start to happen. You know, so. Yeah, look, it's just horrible. I'm over it. I'm dead set over it. I, I just want this thing finished tomorrow. But I understand that that's not my choice. And but I really thank you for continuing the fight. You know, you could be you could be sitting where we could have been sitting when we lost our daughter, mate. Just on the on the um on the Rockefeller drugs in your room. You know what I mean? Hide. You know, just burying your head from life because it's that's an extraordinary thing you've just been through. It. Absolutely. You know, like it's just heartbreaking, mate. That you should have to lose a daughter for absolutely nothing. You know, and we've been through that, as I said. But we know how you feel, mate. My wife sitting here with me, and um, yeah, be an absolute privilege and humble to have you come on the show. So we'll get that organised. Thank you.
3: Thank you. And I, you know, I send you my condolences for you as well. Um, yeah, it's just it's hard enough to lose a child, but then. To know that the government could have prevented Kayla's loss just makes me so sad and angry. Your
4: dad, know? daughter. Yeah, government could have saved your daughter. My wife's just saying there too. You know, what I mean, but it doesn't happen, guys, because we're up against our government's not a government. Our, our government is an Ill, evil, illegal corporation that is out to depopulate the world. Bottom line. You know, that's it. You know, they're trying to bring on this World War Three as quick as they can. They are pushing so hard. But fortunately, we've got, yeah, a few cool heads on the ground. And, you know, we know what our job is. They know what their job is. And their job is to use all evil against us. And ours is to fight them with love and peace and, you know, not goodwill.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, but
4: definitely do it definitely do it in the right way, which God is wanting us to do, you know, which is yeah. we stand together. You know, we stand together and we are stronger. They're the one percenters. We're the 99%. We just need our 99% and we haven't got them at the moment. But Yeah. Yeah, I as
2: long feel, as... yeah.
0: Well, go ahead, Tammy. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I feel that's, you know, this is my journey. I feel like God put me on this journey and he's in word and like we I pray you know to him quite a bit to let him lead the way on this journey and I feel like you know he's sending me different people and I wouldn't have made it this far with you know without him if I didn't have him I wouldn't have made it this far um because the grieving process is really difficult because so I have to grieve losing Kayla. And then I also have to go and, and hear different parts of her story. And in the beginning, we didn't know any more, and we didn't know very many details. And then as we learned more and more, it just got worse and worse and worse. <laughs> and there's probably more that we don't know yet. Like a lot of it will more likely come out in court. And I have to, to face that evil monster in court, and we can't have any, we can't do anything. I mean, we got to sit there. We can't, like, have, we can't be angry. We can't wear anything with her name. We just have to sit there. We can cry, but we can't be, like, hysterical, you know. So that's going to be really difficult when court comes.
0: You know and I agree with you one hundred percent God is uh a strong force in all this and, and as long as you know because he put me on this journey as well um it was real it was it was a really surreal moment, but as long as we keep truth and keep sharing information and truth and, and keeping them in our prayers, he's answering them prayers you know and um evil can't continue to hide whenever the truth is being shared because that is the light that is being shined on the dark and uh he's definitely strengthening you know, my brother and my sister-in-law lost my nephew like i said when he was right into high school and uh huh. i don't know where they get that strength from and i
2: don't it's know either <laughs> it's
0: definitely god i'll tell you that I don't
2: know. Yeah, I mean,
3: I don't even know how, I'm. you know, yeah, God, i something only made me this far, and I just, you know, um, this has nothing to do with Kayla, but um, we didn't know we were going to lose our mom, too. Like, we found out September 15th of 2022 that my mom had, um stage four liver cancer. We did not know. Um, and she ended up, she ended up dying October 23rd of 2022. So I lost two people back to back that I didn't think I would lose. And wow. I haven't really had time to process my mom because I've been so, um, overwhelmed with Kayla. Um, so we were not expecting. My mom didn't show that she was sick. She just ended up in the hospital, and they told us. so.
0: Wow, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, We do have yeah. Kelly. Kelly's up next, and then Hammer Girl's after Kelly.
2: Hi. I hope everything's good. I talked to you yesterday or the day before. Sorry, my days kind of run together, too.
3: I know it's so, okay. Yeah, mine does do
2: Yeah. I don't
3: know what day or day it is, like
2: uh, oh, I can't imagine. So I just had a few questions. One is more light-hearted, but um, the first one is, I guess, and I won't put it on me. We all had deaths I've had one when I was young. uh How do you handle? It? That's not even thinking about me. How are you? I know you kind of. How do? You, what gets you up every day to keep fighting? This is. Yeah, I know it has to be draining. um what gives you the fight to keep fighting? And then my other question for you is about Congress. Do they, like, when you go there, do they, like, vet you? Do you have to do anything? Did you get to talk to any of the people? How was it there at Congress, if you can go a little bit deeper? Thank you. Um,
3: it was really, uh, I met Jim Jordan. He came in, and Tom came in and, they were like really nice. Like you would never think that they, you know, they just reminded me of granddads. You know, like,
2: <laughs> yeah
3: um, they? I mean, they were just like, you know, you're like, you know, you see them and you're, you, you don't get me. to really see their personality. You know, until you're there and you're like, oh, they look like grandfathers. Like they, they're grandfatherly. You know, and it was. I was really nervous. Um, You had like five or six um, photographers in front of the desk, you know, where we were sitting. They were down on the floor in front of us. And like every time you move, there was like pictures being taken. And I went to go scratch my nose. There was a picture taken. And I'm just like, (laughs) I'm just going to sit here and not move or even breathe because they would be taking, like, all these pictures, picture after picture after picture after picture. So it was just... And it was really... nerve, ner- um, I was really nervous about, you know, but I wanted to... That's what I wanted. I wanted to be in front of Congress. I wanted to have every... Try to bring awareness. Um, I, like... What keeps me... Um, going is I want to share her story and, um, and to bring awareness and to help others. Um, the only thing that I know that's keeping me, like I had my moments like last week, I was really, I mean, I had my moments where I really struggle and like I was really, uh, you know, struggling last week, um, Wondering if Kayla was safe and who was taking care of her because it's hard to let go of that motherly thing. And then, like Monday, a thought came across my mind that she's not alone, she has family up there, you know, in heaven. You know, I do believe in the afterlife, and you know, how can you not like you, you know, like how do you? that's really scary to think that there is no life after death. Like, I, you know, I truly believe in life after death, and and God has really, that's the only thing that I can come up with is that God has is helping me get up every morning and um, to face the day. And it is exhausting, um, sh- you know, sharing her story, but this is what I want to do. And I just pray pray to God a lot to give me the strength. And I do have other children. Um, I have a son who's 25. And then I have a younger 8-year-old, you probably heard, next to me with a balloon. Um, She's 8, and she has Down syndrome. So um, Kayla and Emma were really close. And she was close with her brother, too. So... um, You know, it's, you know, just God. And I have good support system. I have, you know, my kids and my husband and um, family and other family and friends, you know. I have, you know, other people in. I mean, I have y'all. I mean, I have support from strangers. You know, they're all in support. Most of them.
2: Yeah, you're going to get all the jerks, uh, you know, here and there. But uh, we will be thinking of you, especially on July 27th, correct? Uh, yeah, her birthday, birthday is July, is July 24th,
3: right? Yeah, her birthday is July 24th. 24th. Um, we're going to do... Um, that's going to be a really hard day, but we're going to do a... I'll post the video in there. We're, um, we're going to do a... A butterfly release in honor of Kayla. Um, when we had her memorial, I passed out JoJo bows. I don't know if you're familiar with JoJo Siwa, but she loved JoJo, and I gave out bows to everybody at the at her memorial.
2: Oh well, I will pass it on. But we will. I'll have her in my thoughts and prayers. We will. When I say we, you're definitely a part of our group um now so thank you for sharing your story with us
3: you're welcome and thank you for for having me
4: me. people turn up i'll come back in if you're still here but lovely to meet you tammy nice to meet you people that turned up at the wharf here to meet me um so yeah i'll um i'll talk to you soon if i yeah you're still here mike i'll come back in But um yeah okay god bless you
2: all right thank you
0: all right, Hamburger, you're up.
5: Hey, Tammy, um, I just want to say, listening to your, <clears throat> sorry, my heart breaks for you. And I want to just say how I, oh my gosh, I'm losing my words because my heart just breaks for you. Um, but thank you for being so strong and so brave, sharing your story and sharing Kayla's story. Um, I know that I'm in New York. So MS-13 has been, you know, we've known about MS-13 for a long time. And one of the first things that I remember that Trump did in his first 100 days in office was he sent a task force here to Long Island. Um, He sent Jeff Sessions, I believe, and a whole task force. And he was here himself because he knew about MS-13. So I know, you know, he called them animals, you all remember him calling them animals and that's what they are. Yeah, they are. (laughs) They really are, they're very brutal. So that's why, and I'm saying to you, you are so brave. And I know you had mentioned before a lot of others, people are not speaking out. And that's why I say thank you for sharing your story and being brave to do that. Because I think a lot of people, From what I know and what I have seen with MS-13 here, um, that people don't speak out because they're scared of that retaliation from that gang. So you are brave, you know, speaking. Yeah,
3: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, my friend um, told me about that. She's like, are you afraid that they'll come retaliate? And my thing is, let them. Let them. I, you, will I will go down fighting. I will go down fighting, you know.
5: Because people need to hear your story. People need to know that. I mean, there's so many. There is a child at the end of my street who, you know, a teenager that they killed and was left in the bushes down at the end of the street in a park. Um, mm. Know those stories. They were, they were happening all the time. And so I just want to, again, thank you. I have a channel here. I reached out to Mike, you know, and I said, I have a platform, you know, whatever platform and any other person that I am affiliated with where you need to come and share this story, you are welcome to do so. And my heart, with you and Kayla.
3: Yeah, because one of the ladies that was in Kong was one of the witnesses When I was there, she was from New York and she was saying how they're letting them live in hotels up there and stuff.
5: Yeah, it's been a problem. And that was why when Trump came in, I knew that people, you know, when he did that, that was what MS-13 was one of the first things If if you go back, MS-13 was one of the first things that he was speaking, he was speaking about that in 2016. And in his first 100 days in office, that was the first, one of the first priorities on his list. Um, mm. so bad here. Um, and, you know, and that's when I, I was like, okay, like I knew that people didn't understand MS-13. Like, we understood MS-13 here. Um, you, you know, here, you can't go up to spend you know for a long time you can't go up to the mall uh, past a certain time because they initiate they'll slash you um and they're not they're brutal they use my they're brutal here and so i understand that you know and and trump understood that because that was the first thing that he did and you know I, whatever it is that I can do, like what Mike was saying and sending letters, whatever we have to do. I just, you know, again, thank you for sharing this story. and bringing it and being so brave to, to do what you're doing right now.
3: You're welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even, I was not familiar with MS-13. I didn't, I was not aware and not everybody knows who, what MS-13 is. And, um, I know now unfortunately I'm sorry Uh, and yeah I mean I just I just want to you know just um, I want others to be safe and I want to protect others and I don't want another anyone else going through what I'm going through Um, so I'm gonna do what I can to share her story and bring awareness and hopefully have some changes made at the border. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with the 85,000 of them that was already released uh, under the UAC program where they're at. They're lost somewhere. Like they don't even know where they are, which is scary to me. It's really, really scary. Yeah. They've been doing that
5: and, and, you know, it's, I know, like, again, like that was one of, again, I I go back to Trump because I I think a lot of people just didn't understand that with what the, because it's been a huge problem here in New York for a very long time. You know, you had mentioned the church, you know, I remember back, you know, years ago, um, there was a church where they were sending like the unaccompanied minors to um, my school district here gets, was getting sent like a hundred unaccompanied minors a year. Um, and so then it also starts in like the community because when those kids come and, you know, where they're going, we don't know where they're going. And, you know, those gangs are here to just sweep them up. And, um, you know, I think, you know, here, I know we're, we're very aware of, of them, unfortunately. Um, Mm, it's but yeah,
3: it's definitely scary.
5: It is, and I, I, you know, but again, whatever it is, I can do to help you because I do. I understand that, and um, thank you. Thank you for being brave, and and I know that it may not make sense, and things don't make sense right now. It's hard what you're going through, but God has a plan and a purpose, and you are going to accomplish so much for so many in Kayla's name, and I and I say that because, you know, we don't understand, we can't see too far, but I was put on a journey 20 years ago when I lost my boyfriend through um, a death of um, pharmaceutical medications. And mm-hmm. what we are going through now in this world, you know, I've, I've taken that and I've used that to, to help and speak out against, let's say, pharma. You know, it's a difference you know, it's a different murderer, but it's It's still a murderer, you know, like, yeah. So you are going to do so much good for so many people in Kayla's name and God bless you.
3: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: All right. If we have any other members that have a question, if you press the middle button, we can call upon you. All right, with that, if no one else has a question, we have an admin faith gal
2: on here that would like to close out with a prayer.
1: Hello, Tammy. Thank you. Um, I'm so sorry about your daughter and you have to go through all this, but the Lord put on my heart to pray for you, okay? Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Lord, I pray that you satisfy her soul with abundance of loving and supportive people, Lord. Open doors where the doors need to be opened, Lord. Help her story spread near and far so that others that have been through the same thing can step up and gather for justice to be done, Lord. I ask that you reign and prosper in her life. And bring justice for Kayla. Comfort Tammy and her family through this. Cover her with your strength and mercy, Lord. Comfort them. Help them. I pray, Lord, that um, Kayla's memories become joyful over the sorrow that they're facing now, Lord. And I pray each day that Tammy and her family wake up with a new hope and strength and perseverance that be filled with light and truth. Lord, and I pray that you remove these type of people from our nation immediately. We ask it in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.
0: Praise God.
5: Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Faith, you
1: You're welcome.
0: And Tammy, like I said, um, you know, an admin on this group. I will definitely connect you and Hammer Girl. Um, I'm gonna connect you with several other um, podcast shows and Guru as well. Share the information. Um, the GoFundMe is pinned to the, to the wall here. Whatever information you need to share, whatever's on your heart, uh, this wall and this group is here for you. And uh, I wanna thank you for joining us tonight. And um, definitely love to bring you back on again to bring more awareness to this situation and story.
3: Yes, I would. Yes, I would like to come back and, and... Oh,
0: man. Yeah, I
3: would like to come back and... Especially after court, that would be really
1: important, you know,
0: Absolutely and anybody that's watching this on on Rumble or any other other podcast please share please give a thumbs up um the thumbs up breaks the algorithm so more people can see this um the more people the better we have to get this awareness out there any other families that is watching this and your loved one has died from the hands of an illegal alien from the negligence of our government um please contact conservative patriot nation network on telegram or on twitter and we would love to bring you on here or contact tammy and we'll bring you and tammy on together Um, but these stories need to be heard and el jefe uh jd just stepped in here and i'll definitely love to connect you to him and jody they do an awesome podcast it's patriots helping patriots big shout out. Um, they have a nice following on their show. Um, and this is definitely a, a podcast where your story will definitely be heard. So I honestly want to thank you, Tammy. And it's, it's been an honor.
3: Thank you for having me. And I look forward to connecting with everyone that you have.
0: Absolutely. God bless. And um, like you were saying, your daughter lives on and I'm sure she's uh, working with God and and Jesus and doing good things.
3: Yes, she was a good, a good person with a good heart. So, (laughs) yes. Yeah, that's Emma. That's my younger one. She's got a balloon and she's making noise with it.
0: No, nah, it's all good. I got two dogs. Sometimes that interrupts the chats, but it's all good.
3: Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, they don't want to be bothered by you when you're not doing something or on the phone, but then they want to come bother you when you're on the phone.
0: So, right. That's how it goes. Well, <laughs> thanks. Tammy, Thank I'm gonna you. end the recording and uh, God bless you and I'll definitely be in touch to connect you with other podcast shows. Uh, we definitely got to get this story out there and if you come up with something on how we can help write letters to Jim Jordan and whoever that Democrat congressperson was. That lady, to,
3: yeah.
0: To
1: give him yeah, a push. Um, we JP, need to do that. Oh, yeah, the the
3: Democrat lady, Napal. I'm not very political. I don't, I can't remember these people's name, but, um, yeah, she, yeah, she brought up that email like us health and human services gave her an email saying not to, you know, talk about the report because it will affect the justice, but they didn't have anything. So, um, That was just them grasping at straws, trying to quiet this down, is what they were doing. They didn't want it out, so they were trying to grasp at straws. Nothing ain't going to affect—I mean, he he committed the murder. They have have DNA evidence, so there's no way
0: that it will affect justice. Absolutely. Thank you, Tammy, and like I said, we're here for you. Whatever you need us for, we'll be definitely there for you, so— I want to thank you, and you have a good night. And um, whatever you need, please let us know. Well, you know my All number. Right, I appreciate you, know, it. you know how to get a hold of me. You have a good night, Sammy. All right. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye.